0: This episode is sponsored by Basecamp. Here's what happens when you use Basecamp to run projects. People know what to do. People know where things are. And you, well, you stay on top of everything all the time. Hey, Flora. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, you, you startled me. I was That's doing okay. something
1: else. Okay. Uh, hey, you know what? For this episode, can, can we just cut the Abbott and Costello do weird stuff this time? What? just enough enough with the corny jokes enough with the dimwit act you want to actually just present the info yeah i think that you know this would be a pretty good podcast if we just didn't ruin everything with childish humor well
0: you you may be right although half of why we do this is because it's so damn funny
1: no it is it is right it's beyond funny i mean just think of some of the stuff we gotta deal with on full moons, the greys invade your house. Your destiny's controlled by stars. The government is run by lizard men. And Obama has been to Mars. That kind of bullshit is what makes this hilarious. The crap we hear is very odd. Palmistry and hate recordings Conspiracy and doomsday horde (laughs) Bigfoot hunting psychic powers Aeronautical poison showers Fabled mythical locations Transitation
0: transformation hilarious. The moon is just a reptoid base. Pleiadians teach you
1: guitar. Nice fingering, Poppy. My water filters will save your family. Hedgin came home with you from a bazaar. That kind of bullshit is what (laughs) makes this hilarious. The science is precarious. Oh okay. yeah!
0: I find it funny that we use the one musical that neither of us could ever be in. Yeah. You might be able to be in it. I don't know how long you can grow your hair, but. <laughs> I just thought you meant like no one wants to see us naked. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Hey, everybody. Hello.
1: I am the hairless David Flora. I am the, the <laughs> way overhaired Dave Stecko. <laughs> yeah. Take your pick. There's your Faustian deal. Oh, God. This is the free love and blurry photos. <laughs> um, oh,
0: man. Oh, man. I could grow hair just in like one little spot on the back of my head for oh, days.
1: No, do it. Grow a weirdo no. ponytail. No. Oh, oh, that would be gross. so great. Just the ponytail. Oh God, just how gross. Just the
0: ponytail. No. <laughs> I would respect that. I am rat tail David Flora. <laughs> no, dude. You'd be like... Jeez, man. If you
1: died at Rainbow, you'd be like Brony Flora. Okay, no, no. I'm no, not I'm that that. making it any better. But
0: um, hope everybody's doing well. We got yeah. a real good show for you. We do. I'm oh, excited. Man, so
1: much to talk about. Yeah, we have a ton to cover. Oh, we are not breaking this into two parts because no one wants to sit through two episodes of it. So
0: I have struggled with, I, I told Dave this, with making uh, everything concise enough to fit into one episode and yet still get the information across right we could literally do an episode on several different aspects of this yeah
1: we're uh, going to omit so much information thing. it's it's oh, practically yeah. criminal
0: please forgive us as we talk about astrology <laughs> And we leave out all your favorite parts. Yeah, really. And all the important information. Yeah, everything you wanted to learn. No, we're coming at it with a, a very, very brief overview, just to give you an idea, because a lot of people, you, you, a, a lot of people, just have a very limited understanding of what actually goes into this. I
1: agree. I think that um, there's a couple of reasons for that. One, having done the research, it is that this this swimming hole is deep, son. It will put your ass to sleep. To sleep. There's so much information. So even if you're someone who's interested in astrology and ascribes to it, it is still an enormous amount of information to take in. Oh, yeah. And then, so so we're going to try to cliff notes it for those people who Mm -hmm. are just curious about it. The other thing is society has a fair amount of disdain for astrology. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that also keeps people from learning anything about it. Sure. Um, Sure. You know, so... We're here for you too,
0: right? And for astrologers that I uh, believe full tilt in astrology, uh, listen to what we have to say and and see see what you think. Yeah, I mean, we're not here to change your mind. Yeah, and you don't know our fucking address, so you can't do shit about it, hippie. <laughs> what? Or- or, or or you can be really vitriolic. About it. <laughs> no, we, no, we've got a is, lot of good points here. I think to bring up just yeah, to, to consider. I think you'll be happy. But uh, let's let's go on and get into it. Yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, of course, what astrology is. Duh. We'll get talk some, about get some uh, history going. Yeah, the, the history of it, the components, what it's made of, what yeah. what what goes into
1: an astrology. <laughs> you got you well, yeah. You got your zodiac signs. You got your houses. You got your basic schools of astrology. Oh, what are you my. sidereal, tropical? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out later. Oh, you're this guy, oh, this guy, I got all
0: the answers. God, what a son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about birth charts. Got a lot of books here. Oh, I got to tell you,
1: literally. Resting his feet on the stack of books that he has. This ticket's really into this. <laughs> My I'm a, I'm a hard astrology ticket. for yeah, you. Wait, you, you have a degree in this. I'm sure. I, I, forget, do. I always forget that you have a degree in this. <laughs> are you, it's, wait, are you hustling me?
0: Yes, I am. <laughs> that's what that's a first lesson. First lesson. Summa cum laude. Hustling, hustling. I, I, I've i got a, a Stratford Career Institute degree, which means I just, I paid the ether for this uh, bupkis degree where they send me books, which I get to keep and everything, yeah. which is nice. Uh, and then I take a, an online open book test. What, what and, is your Stratford University <laughs> degree in? Uh, uh, astrology and parapsychology.
1: F***ing A, Venkman. So,
0: <laughs> so I, I've learned a lot about this. That's why I'm excited to talk about it, for one thing. But- It would take more than a correspondence course to literally call yourself an astrologer, just based on the charts and
1: what we'll get into. It also takes some big brass clangers. Am I right? Because that is not something you say at a party and expect to get laid. (laughs) I don't know, man. You can finagle it, I'm sure. Maybe in Taos, New Mexico. Listen, it's in the stars. In your pants. It's written. That's true. Uranus is ascending. Ow! Hey! oh my god why don't we move this into my first house oh <laughs> listen, listen don't
0: turn off yet don't turn this
1: off yet i'm just getting please it out of the us. way i'm just getting it out of the way now <laughs> please stick with us we got to get some of the base stuff good out. news i burned my uranus joke so that can't come back yes uranus comes back all the time <laughs> oh
0: everybody's got to get into it's this crohn's listen, disease it's listen, not funny just, just hang with us please we, we've got, uh, I, I, I drew up some charts for us. Yes. Of course I use the internet because that's how you, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't, I've got a you'd have whatever. to have like
1: a compass and a sextant.
0: Yeah. And yeah. you've uh, got a lot of, a lot of stuff or you, and or you syringe. can have the internet. So that's yeah. what I've done. Uh, we're going to go over some of that stuff
1: and, uh, we're going to go over the science and criticisms that, uh, that go into this. Yeah, I had to call my mom to find out at exactly what time <laughs> I was born. And, and my where? mom, my mom was like give me two seconds and she apparently that's mom magic it's on a rolodex yeah moms just have that information on hand Yeah, like it's like on a post-it on the refrigerator in their mind palace truth man there's just so much to talk about and we won't get to i want to go into detail about so much stuff yeah and i can't yeah well you know why because we got to spend so much time talking about how much time we have to talk about so much
0: stuff so uh so the first section that we want to go into is is why I can't go into as much <laughs> history mother lickers No, let's go into the overview. I'll, no, I'll tell you no, what, no, no, they'll get it from the, we'll the history. Uh all right, well uh, we please don't turn overview. this off. Just do the turn overview. This off. We'll, we'll just
1: did the overview. We'll we'll, we'll go into it. We'll the we'll get serious. Okay, we're going to do another pass on the overview. Well the, <laughs>
0: there's what we're going to do and then there's the overview. There's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a fake laugh. <laughs> it was Listen. a fake laugh. It was fake. It was the realest laugh I've ever laughed in my whole life. This is going to be fun.
0: All right. So to start off with, <laughs> I, w- uh, I would say there's perhaps no system of divination uh, more well known than astrology. And mm, I'd venture to guess that if you ask ten people what their sign is, at least nine of them would, I would be able slap. To tell you, you think
1: you were trying to get? You're trying to go to bed
0: with them. A lot of people know what their sign is. It's true. Astrology is popular, right? And we see horoscopes in the newspapers, we mm-hmm. see shops for consultations, ads for readings and books, books, books. Oh, books, the, books
1: for I, days. There is there yeah, there's a a astrology industry that is generating untold amounts of money. Yeah. And I
0: like he said I've got my feet resting on a stack which I got from uh local book fairs for like a dollar. It was a
1: mendicant peddler. (laughs) Mendicant.
0: But as we'll discuss, knowing your sign is a laughably tiny part of an arguably laughable belief system.
1: Whoa! Shots fired.
0: There are many different kinds of astrology, each based on culture, including Indian, Chinese, Mayan, etc., but for this episode, we're
1: focusing on Western astrology. As much as possible because these, these mother lickers do crawl into bed with each other sometimes mm-hmm. and it gets a little messy. We'll break down what goes into
0: Western astrology starting with a definition and also before starting with
1: telling you it's not astronomy. Nope. You know, you know who doesn't know the difference between astrology and astronomy? Who? iTunes. Really? Yeah, when I tried to find cuz I wanted to like, you know, get a couple of astrology podcasts, get mm-hmm. a few under my belt, I looked it up, I wrote astrology in iTunes and it was like astronomy, like like three quarters astronomy and a couple of astrology things here and there. iTunes could not tell the difference.
0: Weird. Yeah, idiots. Astronomy of course the study of um, celestial objects, mm-hmm. things things in the universe,
1: stars and planets. Stars. Astrology. Asteroid. (laughs) Needy.
0: Astrology broadly defined is a type of divination which posits that there is a correlation between celestial objects and their influence on events on Earth. In other words, objects in space have an effect on objects and happenings on Earth. Yep. Uh, The famous hermetic axiom, as above, so below, applies here. You'll hear that. We may have even covered that before. We may have even hit that in Aleister Crowley, Probably. to be honest. This is in a lot of new age. Yeah, that, yeah, i play that backwards. It comes from the Greek astron, which means star, and logia, which means study of, which. Eventually got overtaken by astronomy because they're like, um, no, we're actually studying
1: stars. Yeah, and for a long time they were like best friends in the playground. Um, astrologers they were they had a place at the table right next well, to
0: astrology was the number one stunner. Yeah. back
1: then, and that's yeah they it was considered just as legitimate a field of study as the others. Yeah, it's an and then old- it decided to try math. Well, after school special. Yeah, area. there's
0: your there's your after school social.
1: It's an old new age
0: type of therapy for self-understanding and life analysis.
1: So wait, is this our first ever old age? Oh, shit. Uh,
0: I'll get back to what I mean by old new age later, but um, middle-aged it's also sometimes used as a tool for predicting outcomes. Uh, And much like tarot and palmistry, Astrology claims to point to trends and possibilities as opposed to fixed situations. This is where you hear the adage, the stars incline, they don't compel. Or the rather flashier, the stars incline us, they do not bind us. If the glove don't fit, you must acquit. If it rhymes, it's right. It's true. It is not astrology. It is not a fatalistic system, as some would have you believe. It's broken down into different components, including signs, elements, houses, etc., which we'll go into later. Believers call it a science. Scientists call it a pseudoscience and magical thinking. Like parapsychology, it has... Which you also have a degree in. All right. It has a (laughs) solid core of testable ideas, and its alleged effects have no obvious explanation. We'll detail that out later as well. It's a big subject with lots of information. We'll be giving the briefest of detailed overviews, but know that we could spend multiple episodes detailing multiple aspects of astrology. That's just not what we're about. We hope to just broaden your general knowledge on this popular system. It is popular. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for adding
1: that. It's just it's <laughs> a, <laughs> it, 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 it I'm I'm as much acknowledging it as convincing myself because it's true. It is a popular system. It just doesn't seem that way if you're not in that crowd. Yes and no, though. But we'll get to that, I think. Well, what can we get to right now, Flora?
0: Let's get to the history. Let's okay. tell you about how this stuff got started. Uh, it's old. Soup's old. So old, put your ass... To mold. To mold. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Apologies pre- to Ice Cube. It predates Christianity... Islam and perhaps even Judaism, depending on archaeological evidence, uh, because they say there's cave paintings and bone carvings that show um, the stars and uh, <laughs> cycles uh, 25,000 years ago. Hard evidence for interpretations of celestial omens have been found on tablets from Mesopotamia, dating to uh, 2300 BCE. Celestial objects in this case included clouds, rainbows, eclipses, the sun, moon, and stars. Anything you can find in a bowl of Lucky Charms, these guys were into. That's right. Omens were seen as warnings of possible events, which could be swayed by prayer, ritual, offerings, and such. Or a part of a well-balanced breakfast. Mm -hmm. This was a form of interpreting the will of the gods. Astrology then was done by small teams of specialist scholars who reported directly to the king. The divinations were primarily for king and country. So ordinary people lived by their own set of beliefs and omen interpretation. So it was mostly a um, a royal yeah. pursuit. The lay person didn't get into it much, except on their own terms and and by themselves. Uh, around one thousand BCE, eighteen constellations had been recognized in Babylonian astronomy, which were later divided among the twelve months. And by four hundred and fifty BCE, the lunar calendar had been replaced by a zodiac of the 12 most prominent constellations. Zodiac is something that you you may have heard of before. From yeah. the killer. <laughs> from from the killer, That's sure. It's the
1: only reason you'd know it. Zodiac Murderers. comes from
0: the Greek for circle of animals, but it wasn't called this at the time. The constellations or signs were assigned to each month and were the bull, the great twins, the crayfish or crawfish, mm mm-hmm. huh the Bar, the Vienna sausage, <laughs> the lion, the seed furrow, the scales, the scorpion, the overseer, the goatfish, the great one. <laughs> goatfish, I like that. The tails, and the agrarian worker. It's like agrarian technician, not farmer. <laughs> yeah, no, no, the agrarian worker. Five planets had been recognized and associated with the Babylonian gods. Jupiter was Marduk, Venus was Ishtar. Saturn was Ninurta. Mercury was Nabu, And Mars was Nurgle. Nice. Wait. Nurgle? I know that word.
1: How do I know that word? Did you call someone that the other day? No. I know. It is from um uh oh I just read a thing on the internet about this. Uh Warhammer forty K, uh Nurgle is one of the chaos gods. Oh, interesting! I don't know. If, I, I I don't know if they picked that on purpose. If it's just a coincidence, probably there was a cool post. I I never played the game, but it actually has. I a, thought you did play the game. I used to paint the figures for. Oh, them. I, I see. used to do a lot of painting, but I never learned to play the game. And uh, but I'll say this: they actually <clears throat> there's a huge amount of books written about it, and they've got a hell of a backstory written for that game. I there was a cool post on Imgur about it the other day, and I read it. It was fun. They they're coming out with a. I think a Total War Warhammer game,
0: maybe. Oh, I'd be into that. Uh, Nurgle is the god of war in Babylonian
1: mythology. Hmm. I think he's like the god of decay or pestilence or something like that. But I could be wrong about that part. Anyway, it's just how often do you hear the word Nurgle?
0: That's true. In 330 BCE, Alexander the Great conquered the Middle East, spreading Greek ideas and culture and intermingling the culture of the conquered lands. Thus... Egypt became Hellenistic, and Alexandria was founded. And here, scholars added ideas of elements, numbers, planetary gods, the Egyptian twenty-four hour day, houses, etc. They just layered on a bunch of stuff with this uh, astrology that was already in the
1: works and this in the is, Middle East. And this is like this is where the horoscope shows up, right? Yeah, that
0: came on the scene. Uh,
1: what is hor? What is this ho- Okay. It's, it's, Mr. Science man with your degrees. What what does horoscope mean? Well, it comes from the Greek. Oh, scopos. I'm I'm already disappointed that you were just like, oh, pew, pew, pew. (laughs) You just quick draw it. I was hoping to be like, uh, Uh, actually, (laughs) Comes from horoscopos, horo
0: horo hour. Shut my mouth is what you're doing right now. Observer. So it's uh, observer of the hour or um, watcher of the hour. Oh, yeah. And if you could afford uh, it I've played that game a few times. If you could afford it, you could get your own omens interpreted at this time. So it's kind of moving towards the uh the public. Yeah. From the royal in the first century CE and and onwards, as the Romans conquered the Greeks and spread throughout the Mediterranean, the now Greek astrology gained popularity in Roman culture. Adapting the so the zodiac and designations, the Romans renamed the signs to what we know today, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius,
1: and Pathy, Pathy, and by their powers combined, they form Captain Planet, that poor, poor Sagittarius with the power of heart, <laughs> some other guy's got a flamethrower ring, somebody's whipping <laughs> rocks through the air, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got, hey guys, <laughs> It'd be great if the power of heart, he could just stop people's hearts. That'd (laughs) be pretty f***ing awesome. I wonder if he tried. Yeah. the first
0: thing I'd try.
1: (laughs) Hey, 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 guy. Can I kill somebody with this (laughs) ring? (laughs) That's the first and last question you get to ask.
0: (laughs) The first millennium, uh, Christianity halted the popularity of astrology and all but wiped it out in the Western world because, you know. Right. The devil devil babies it was continued in arabic countries and it wasn't until 1448 when gutenberg printed an astrological
1: almanac that the masses got a hold of god that guy could have printed anything and it would be the foundation for what we're doing now that's how powerful a printing press was yeah the first printing press. Print. Right, yeah, the first printing <laughs> press. Yeah, whatever you put on it, like uh, it could just be a, a, a letter from Emperor Gutenberg, and people would be like, yeah, he must be. That's true. Guy, I got this book
0: here. Interest peaked around 1600 as science began taking big steps forward, what with Newtonian physics, empirical research, and all. Uh, astrology only existed weekly in popular almanacs until about 1900. Right about nineteen hundred, we get a fella called the father of modern astrology by the name of Alan Leo. Oh, too easy. Who created the magazine Modern Astrology and started doling out horoscopes in a systematic method of psychological analysis with a strong spiritual basis. Are you
1: sure his name isn't Pisces Capricorn the third? Who would also you know what? Oh my god, Pisces Capricorn, Zodiac Detective. (laughs) Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Looks like you're in the third house for justice. <laughs> Pisces Capricorn. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. Justice is ascending. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done your chart, but I know your future. <laughs> cunk, jail bars. <laughs> <laughs> one more? Yeah, if you got one. It's not very good.
0: Guess you'll be saying Scorpio No. Okay. (laughs) That was terrible. Okay. 1930, British newspapers began printing daily horoscopes, and astrology gained new popularity and focused on the sun sign.
1: (laughs) A nation of people sitting idly on their toilets. Enthralled. (laughs) Uh, Even Captain Carl got in on the action. No.
0: Carl Jung. Did some work with uh, astrology. Of course, uh, the old synchronicity uh, was all entangled in in all this stuff. The boom peaked in the 70s with the New Age movement. And as personal computers entered the market, soon anyone could cast their own charts with software. And
1: we can these days as well. Which I think is weak. It's like like using a digital Ouija board. (laughs) True, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, no, these things
0: are so fing complex. It's true. Throughout its history, astrology has been revered, demonized, disrespected, studied, exalted, and criticized. Opponents of it as a belief or scientific system have been around since at least the Roman integration. And we'll go over some of that later. But first, let's get into the components of it.
1: Yeah, let's get under the hood. You guys want to see what parts are making this mother look a tick? <laughs> I do. Yeah. All right, so uh pieces where's of the-,
0: the dipstick? <laughs> I'm gonna check the oil.
1: Oh, it's lubricated. Where's
0: the dipstick?
1: Dry fuss?
0: Let me check the oil!
1: <laughs> How's the astrological oil? <laughs> Damn it, I can't find it. <laughs> it's gonna avoid the warranty. <laughs> Is this a V six or a v eight? <laughs> it's a v twelve bro. Damn it <laughs> Uh I'm not certified to work on these things. So uh, the the pieces of this puzzle. Uh, So we've got, obviously, the signs, the houses, their elements, and then it just gets wackier. Aspects, planets, uh, the horoscopes, that's a piece of it. Your chart, which we're going to get to a little bit later. And before you get to any of that, Mm -hmm. here in the Western world, and again... We are we are ignoring for the sake of brevity and our own sanity we're ignoring the Chinese zodiac for this right. episode and Indian
0: zodiac and and, and all yeah of
1: yeah we're, we're focusing on the Western zodiac but, but this is where things get a little muddled you can choose between the tropical or the sidereal zodiac right off the bat now if you uh, live in the Western hemisphere, probably just default to tropical mm-hmm. because um, initially, the, the the zodiac as it is understood now it it was sort of a greek indian semi-hybridized thing there are, in the in the indian zodiac there are greek words included in there mm-hmm. there were there were greek colonies in india our buddy alexander the great uh oh, yeah. got involved in there too brought some ideas um their zodiac is the sidereal now what that is is it's based on uh first of all the sections that each sign get are actually based on uh constellations so they don't necessarily have um equal real estate in the zodiac the long and short of it is the sidereal uh horoscope uses the constellations as the the functional fixed point it's 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 it, it's calling that the basis upon which charts and and observations and everything can be taken okay whereas the uh tropical zodiac it says Earth's position is the fixed point. Every single sign gets its 30-degree arc, and that never changes. Mm-hmm. Now, the the hard thing about this is that when when this was decided, they were functionally the same thing. Yeah. But uh, owing to precession, which we're going to talk about in a second, the sidereal zodiac, every 70 years or so, goes one degree out of sync with the uh, the tropical zodiac. Now this is this this decision was made thousands of years ago, mm-hmm. and so now actually you could do the math and figure out exactly how much I'm not going to. Uh, right now, the sidereal zodiac is almost a full position out of whack with the tropical zodiac. It's a uh, 23 degrees and change, almost 24 degrees. Yeah, and so in the west we use the tropical. That's what we're going to keep talking about from here on out. But just I just kind of wanted to go over that important difference because when oh, you yeah. look things up, you're going to see uh, sidereal a lot. That is definitely more to the Indian horoscope and it's just a difference of, of what they consider the fixed point. Right. So there you go. So anyway, um, so now let's go down through the, uh, first of all, let's go through the signs. Now, uh, these are typically represented and everyone has seen this everywhere as a, as a, a circular wheel pattern. The, the, the signs of the Zodiac are grouped in three sign groups. So first there are the water signs start mm-hmm. there, which are cancer, Scorpio and Pisces. Mm-hmm. let's uh, the water signs those are for exceptionally emotional or ultra sensitive people. Mm. This is your touchy feely signs. Mm, okay. Yeah, this is this is your bath with a candle sign. That's how I remember water signs. Actually, it just, just the water. candles it just gets things confusing. <laughs> <laughs> Fire signs. Uh I feel like that was a sound effect. <laughs> Fire signs. Um those candle a- and no no bath. Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Uh, the fire signs are the passionate, dynamic, and temperamental. Uh, they get angry really quick, but they also forgive easily. Oh. Mm, how about that? Mm. You son of a bitch! Oh, I can't get mad at you! Uh, then we've got the earth signs. Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. Uh, those uh, The earth signs are the... F- f- this thing. The earth signs are the grounded people. <laughs> uh They are conservative and realistic, and much like uh, it would seem every other sign can be very emotional. Every single sign... Says they're very emotional. Has emotions? Yeah. Yeah. People turns out have emotions. (laughs) I should hear no more of it. Uh, Then we've got uh, finally the air signs Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius. And the air signs are people who love communication and relationships with other people. They love love. Oh, nice. Okay. Uh, They are thinkers, friendly, and intellectual and analytical people. Oh, okay. No emotions. Oh, those are your robot people. Those are your <laughs> emotion firm. Yeah. You're your Emotionally <laughs> stunted, broken people. Uh, I guess a uh, full disclosure. I file under the air signs. <laughs> 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 um, but oh man, are we going to get to that in a second? So those are the, the, uh, the four, uh, kind of groups. They call them trip triplicities.
0: Yeah. Which is because I guess there's three in each.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. I don't, that that sounds uh, more than a little made up to me, if you ask me. And I think that you did because I just told you. Now, again, like we said, each of those gets its uh its own thirty degrees. Mm-hmm. Uh, then each sign has its own masculine or feminine quality. Duplicity. Yep. There's, there's multiplicities here. <laughs> uh man. And then uh, you get the three. Quadruplicities denoting equality that are uh, uh, fixed cardinal and mutable. You know, uh, again, there's going to be times where I'm just trying to get you the information. I don't even need to understand it. I'm just <laughs> listen, buddy. I don't need to eat the salad. I'm just here to bring it to your table. Okay, don't forget, don't forget to tip. <laughs> okay, so we went we went through. I I, I did that just as the groupings because I wanted to get like the elements done. Oh, so yeah. I just want to go through the list again real quick. To kind of talk about what each sign, what what does each sign do for well, you? This is Chloe? the,
0: yeah, this is the part that everybody usually knows. Right, right. So, yeah, let's do listen this. Listen for your sign.
1: Okay, so first, Aries, which is uh, people born March 21st through April 19th. Fun fact, I thought that that might change. I thought that that would uh, change yearly. But, because what I learned, the difference between the sidereal, and it's not like it changes for sidereal either, but... Um, that because the Tropical Zodiac is fixed, those dates are always fixed, and it's based on the uh, Northern Hemisphere's... Uh, Season? So, yeah, seasonal calendar. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, all right, so uh, March 21st to April 19th, for Aries, they are masculine. Uh, they are active, demanding, determined, effective, and ambitious. Mm. Mm-hmm. Taurus, April 20th through May 20th. Feminine, or signed let's see, they, uh, they have subtle strength. Appreciation, instruction, and patience. Hmm. Hmm. How about Gemini, May 21st through June 20th? they are got some communication, indecision, inquisitive, intelligent, and changeable.
0: Hmm. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Cancer, June 21st to July 22nd. Emotion, diplomatic, intensity, emotion. impulsive, selective, and malignant. <laughs> uh, Leo, July 23rd through August 22nd. Ruling, warmth, generosity, faithful, initiative and uh, deadly jaws and claws. They go for the neck. (laughs) Virgo, uh, which is August 23rd through September 22nd. Analyzing, practical, reflective, observation, thoughtful, and ain't never been laid. Mm. Libra, September 23rd through October 22nd. Balance, justice, truth, beauty, and perfection. I was gonna add something funny in there because I'm a Libra, but I don't feel like I need to now, son. (laughs) I'm like, damn, super here. That's a Captain America right there. You can see that <laughs> justice, truth, beauty, perfection. Yeah, I, I see it because yeah. you're shoving it down my throat. Yeah. So F- you are Thor loving bullshit. Oh, okay. That's Captain America right there. <laughs> um, Scorpio, October 23rd through November 21st. They're transient hobos. They're self-willed, purposeful and unyielding. They are truculent hobos. Truculent <laughs> <laughs> I like that, uh, Sagittarius, which is November twenty second to December twenty first. <laughs> they are philosophical, into motion, experimentation, and optimism. Now there is no better sign for f克斯 than that. That's true. That is, it's what you need. You need to be into motion, into experimentation, experimentation and hey, have a positive mental attitude while you're at it. That can't hurt. <laughs> uh, Capricorn, December twenty second through January nineteenth, uh, determination. Dominance. Perseverance. They're practical and willful. They know what's right. You can't tell them shit. Sounds like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> sounds like someone who knows how to, to edit a podcast this is what it sounds like to me. I don't know. Aquarius, which is January 20th through February 18th. How about knowledge? Humanitarian. Serious. Insightful. Duplicitous. Look out, mm. spies. And uh, finally, Pisces, which is February 19th through March 20th. A uh, fluctuation, depth, imagination, reactive, and indecisive. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't sound as awesome as Libra. I can tell you that. <laughs> and then there are the twelve houses. Now this is where shit gets wild. And and the houses, like they they, to make things. And I'm, I'm going to go down the list of what each individual house is in a second. But just so you know, these things are are broken down into so many weird subcategories. Um, for example, there's the angular houses, which is houses one, four, seven, and 10, the succeedant houses of two, five, eight, and 11, and the cadent houses, uh, the angular houses are for action. Uh, the succeedant houses are for security and the cadent houses three, six, nine, and 12 are for learning. Oh, but if you thought that was all you're wrong, how about the fire houses? That would be the Trinity of life of one, five, and nine. The earth houses, the trinity of wealth, 2, 6, and 10. The air houses, the trinity of relationships, 3, 7, 11. Did not we just establish that the air signs are for emotionally dead people? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, but we love love. Shit. We love that's, love. <laughs> that's we love gold. We <laughs> love uh, And the water houses, the psychic trinity of 4, 8, and 12. Woof, right? Where's the Matrix Trinity? I know. I'd like to be at her house, right? <laughs> All right, so here we go. First house is uh, the house of self, also the life house. Uh, physical appearance, characteristics, ego. Second house. How about the house of value? Also wealth, material and immaterial things of certain value, money, belongings, blah, 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 and self-worth. hmm mm. Third house, how about the house of communications or brothers, uh, early education and childhood development, communication, achievements, neighborhood matters. You know, it's like uh, community center. Huh? Four, how about the house of home and family? I thought we just covered that, but I guess we didn't. The parent house, ancestry, heritage, roots, uh, the mother figure, caretakers, things like that. The fifth house. How about the house of... <laughs> oh, shit. Oh yeah. This is bad. Oh yeah. This doesn't work out right. The, fifth, the fifth house else? is called the House of Pleasure. Pleasure. Uh also children. What? Yeah. Oh. Um, recreational and leisure activities, things which make for enjoyment and entertainment, games and gambling. You know, things that kids like. Yeah. Children. Uh love and romance, creative self-expression. It is not helping itself I whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, let's just skip that one before we go to jail. The <laughs> sixth house, the house of health, which is also health. Uh, they really mean it. They are they are really on that one. Uh, routine tasks and duties, uh, training, jobs and employment, health and overall, and overall well-being. Uh, also pets. Yay. Hooray. The seventh house, the house of partnerships, the spouse house. House of spouse. Uh <laughs> Close, confident like relationships, marriage and business partners, agreements and treaties, uh, diplomatic relations, and enemies. Hmm. Mm. Guess you get a little inverse there. The eighth house, the house of reincarnation, the most
0: death. metal house. <laughs> 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 house of
1: reincarnation. Cycles of death and rebirth, sexual relationships, and deeply committed relationships of all kinds. <laughs> Other person's resources. Occult
0: and psychic taboo matters. Three-generation and self-transformation.
1: <laughs> the ninth house. I love the eighth house. <laughs> the house of philosophy or journeys. <laughs> foreign travel, foreign countries. Culture, long distance travels and journeys. Religion, law and ethics and higher education. Bow, bow.
0: No no no, yep. no, 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 <laughs> no! 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 No!
1: All right, man. Foreigner and journey. Yeah, <laughs> you got it all. It's true. Uh, the tenth house, the house of social status or the kingdom, ambitions, motivations, and career, uh, authority, father figures, uh, Government. the breadwinner the the breadwinner of the household. Government. <laughs> and the federal government. (laughs) One's public appearance and impression at large. Mm. The 11th house, house of friendships. Yay! Uh, Friends and acquaintances of like-minded attitudes, Uh, groups, clubs, and societies. How about the benefits and fortunes uh, from career? Yay. Yay. One's hopes and wishes. Mm. Citation. Mm. (laughs) And finally, the 12th house, the house of self-undoing or the the prison house prison planet i mean house all right bitch mysticism and mystery now get over here to places of seclusion such as hospitals prisons and institutions including self-imposed imprisonment put yourself in jail america i want you to keister these things which are not apparent to yourself yet clearly seen by others then go over to the commissary. Be elusive, clandestine, secretive, or unbeknownst matters. And finally, keep your mouth shut about privacy, retreat, reflection, and self-reliance. Welcome to the house of self-undoing. Why isn't the government in this one? <laughs> yeah, no <I> knew. Shit.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And the houses? Yeah. Wow. Who? Uh, we'll, we'll tell you how they how the houses work in, in a bit. Yeah, Flora's
1: going to do that. And now the the last chunk of of all the the crazy weirdness um of of now the last uh, bucket of spare parts that we need that we need in order to do a, a proper chart how about the planets because that's really what it's all about right and now they had to kind of fudge this a little bit because they need 12 items oh yeah we can't even put together nine planets anymore nope so Bear with us on when I say planets, air quote, asterisk. Uh, the sun, uh, moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, <laughs> Uranus. Neptune, <laughs> and Pluto. Now, see, you don't even get Earth in there because that's cheating. Now, if you're doing the math at home, you've got to be saying, oh, that's just 10 planets, you idiot. Calm it. Just calm it down. <laughs> There's no, there's no need for the name calling because yep. it turns out that Venus and Mercury are so good at their jobs that they double up. Two signs at the same time. Yep. That's right. So, uh, Taurus gets to share Venus with Libra <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, Gemini shares, shares Mercury with Virgo. Well, well, well. Yeah. How about that? I would have, if it was up to me, I would have picked the biggest planets and divided those up. But it's not. It's not up to me. Maybe you should have a
0: Stratford Career Institute.
1: I know. I should have attended the Stratford Career Institute. By the way, how's that career in astrology treating you? Doing a podcast. (laughs) You what, Mike? (laughs) All right. So now you've got, those are all the tools in your bucket. I'm sure you memorized everything we just told you. Mm -hmm. Now, Flora, how do we make some really fine patio furniture with these tools? Well, in order to fully realize a person's horoscope...
0: You must create a chart for them mm-hmm. or chart or a chart, which is also a map of the heavens to locate the planets and determine aspects. perhaps the most common type is a natal chart showing the locations of celestial bodies at the time of birth or when the first breath is taken let's mm-hmm. say is there a difference mm. Mm-hmm. This is done by de- <laughs> I
1: don't know what that means. <laughs>
0: I'll get back to it. This is done by determining the exact location, time and date of the birth. Okay. Software can do it these days. Charts show where the planets are in the zodiac and aspects that arise out of their position. Now, aspects are angles
1: between planets which influence strength of the planets. You know, Beavis taught me that the angle of the dangle is directly proportional to the heat of the beat.
0: There are five major aspects as defined by Ptolemy in the first century c e that's how far we've come, dude that's how far we've come. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those are the conjunction, sextile, square, trine, and opposition. Perhaps the three greatest influences on a chart, though, are the sun, the moon, and the ascendant. The sun's what everybody knows. Mm-hmm. all the positive qualities of of the sign, vibrance, light, blah blah blah. The moon usually brings out the darker aspects of a sign, or at least the hidden aspect of one's personality. And the ascendant or rising sign is the sign that was ascending on the eastern horizon at the time of birth or at the time of the event in question. It reflects your outward demeanor and how the outside world views you. So as you see, the popular horoscopes that you'll see in the daily paper Mm -hmm. are just sun sign horoscopes. That's one twelfth of what it takes to make uh, an actual horoscope for a person. Jesus. It's silly to just base, you know, decisions and everything that you do on one twelfth of the whole picture. (laughs) Yeah, what are you, stupid? You need the other eleven twelfths, and that's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a lot of time and frustration, which we have gone through because we have our own birth charts. Damn right we do. Printed up, ready to go. And uh, I think we're going to go over them just to see Sweet. how it works. What what kind of fun we get? I've got some books here. We can I go hope, through. I hope mine just says you're Captain America. Uh, can I see yours real quick? Yeah, I prefer you didn't. Can I can I see yours real quick with Hold the on. sharpie? Can, yeah, could you hand me
1: that sharpie, please?
0: <laughs> All right, let's see here. So we've got each other's. Uh, well, no, we we've got our own charts. These things are are not novellas in themselves. So we'll hit the highlights, and if there's anything interesting, if there's nothing interesting. We'll leave it out. But uh, who who wants to go first then?
1: Uh, you go first. You've earned
0: it. All right. My sun sign uh-huh. is Capricorn. I've got two reports. One says moderation and maturity prevail over fireiness. Hmm. I don't know
1: how fire plays into I think into it's another, talking but... about that uh, flare up. Hey. Ooh, it, your, burns. Your nature it burns. It burns your, your all right. flesh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> your nature is thoughtful, stable, and... <laughs> reserved and cautious towards all novelties. All right. You feel fragile on the affective plane. Therefore, you protect yourself in a closed shell and you project an image of solidarity and seriousness. Also, Capricorn is above all determined. Persistence is your creed and you're happiest when in control or managing something practical. Disciplined and ambitious, you take life seriously. You are farsighted and purposeful and don't mind denying yourself a few comforts while you work toward the goal of success. Capricorn is the business head of the Zodiac and the very opposite of emotional cancer. That's the
1: sign. Wow. Good news. You do not have emotional cancer.
0: Uh, I've, uh... Let me me get on down the
1: chart. Let me get on down. So far, Dave, what do you think? Uh, uh, strikes and gutters. What what do you think's the biggest hit so far? Oh, uh, your solidarity. Which is funny because it came right next to your, what I think is the biggest miss that that you're... that you present yourself as very serious all the time. Oh. Flora, you's a silly motherfucker. <laughs> you likes to, you just fart in a bathtub and giggle at it, don't you? <laughs> I find a bathtub fart, and I giggle at it. Fart
0: in a bathtub. Oh, I fart in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I just found a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bathtub! <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so that's that's my sun sign. I've got a couple of a- aspects, I guess, that uh, that affect that. I've got a Sun conjunct Venus, which means gentle. I, ch-
1: I had conjunctive Venus. I know, once. right? It's, it's
0: awful. You wake up in your eyes. Gentle charm and personal magnetism, mm-hmm. it says. Oh, there's a natural sense of discrimination and beauty which excels in music, drama, dance, or any artistic profession.
1: hey I want a triangle that I can ring like
0: a dinner bell. <laughs> uh, Sun square Saturn. Construction, conservation, and regulation of the life force. Lives cautiously and with discipline. Hmm. Sun sextile Uranus. (laughs) You mispronounced it. Independent and original. You got a a sextile in Uranus? (laughs) Sextile Uranus. Takes radical approaches to life and supports breakthrough advances. And then sun square Pluto. Magnificent willpower. Comes on strong and tends to intimidate presence and concentration are very forceful likes to get down to bare essentials right off not afraid of a good confrontation sex drive is powerful and needs outlet
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) woo woo chugga 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 (laughs) chugga
0: alright now moving on to the moon ah do you feel aversed enough in, in this to try and guess what my
1: moon is in uh no, but I'll guess the moon. Your moon is going to be in Pisces. Okay,
0: just a guess. No, no reasoning behind it, or do you have reasoning behind it? That's a straight up guess, brother. My moon is in Scorpio. Shit, <laughs> 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 Yours is a passionate, emotional life. Intense feelings and strong attachments make for hot times.
1: Heyo, dude, you're a sex panther. Will <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are fiercely loyal. Moon in Scorpio is secretive and not at all superficial. This is uh, excellent moon placement for business, detective work, and the like, giving you a keen sense uh, for power and behind-the-scenes operations. Is that another sex reference? Uh, Of course it is. Now, like I said, the moon brings out a lot of the negative aspects of of the sign and stuff. Oh,
1: no, moon's getting you laid, son. Well,
0: with Scorpio, there is a tendency to go into pleasures of the flesh.
1: Well, also, you're a private dick. You're out there on the rooftops at night. You're taking erotic photos of people that they don't know about. And then that lady who likes to moonbathe nude sees you. And she's like, are you a pervert? And you're like, does a pervert have a badge? And then she goes, well, <laughs> let me see your badge. And you're like, I don't, I don't have a badge. She was like, exactly. And then it's on. <laughs> I love writing Flora fan fiction.
0: <laughs> That's my horoscope.
1: <laughs> yeah, with the W.
0: Let's see, Moon Square Mercury. What's the square part? It uh, that's the aspect. Uh. It's it in the chart. It's it forms like a a square. Okay, okay. How or another, and it influences with the planets. A lot of geometry. That's the part I never really picked up on. Uh, Let's see, Moon Square Mercury speaks from the heart and feelings. Color reason. Mental processes are very open to the environment. Restless, good memory, and strong powers of recall. Yeah,
1: you. It's Mrs. What do you think? Uh, I like that. I feel like it's pretty good. Right. you got a good memory. I mean, if you had a great memory, you wouldn't need, I mean, you'd remember everything from your degree, but, you know, let's not split hairs.
0: Uh, I'm going to do Ascendant, and uh-huh. then and then I'll just hit some of the highlights if there's anything interesting okay. in here. Don't forget
1: to list some uh, people that have the same aspects as oh, you. Oh, right. It's an important part. My Ascendant, you care to guess? Well, doubling
0: down, Pisces. Cancer. I am dreamy with a psychological nature that is oriented towards nostalgia for things past towards my mother and my family. Oh, mother... Your instinct and your need to protect yourself from the outside world are highly developed. Your inner life is rich with a vivid and even unlimited imagination. Mm -hmm. A propensity to avoid all risks and to pursue security. You show your true face only to persons you can trust, and you need the well-being
1: brought about by the nostalgia for the past. It's true. Part of that because of your reptilian skin. I've only seen the mask come off just partially once.
0: I don't fully trust you yet,
1: With this Ascendant, you come across as emotional,
0: sentimental, restful, sensitive, loyal, enduring, protective, vulnerable, generous, romantic, tender, poetic, paternal, maternal, dreamy, indolent, greedy, and dedicated.
1: Or uh, maybe one of the two adjectives I didn't say. Right. See, this isn't blowing my skirt up because you are not a greedy dude. You don't strike me as terribly nostalgic. I mean, you love your mother. We all love our mothers. But you don't, you know, you're not like a, oh, remember when? I don't see any of that that throwback shit on your Facebook, so thank you for that. (laughs) Hey, you guys remember when I did this before and y'all didn't care? Now it's been five years. Let's take a look. I may
0: also be fearful, unrealistic, evasive, passive, touchy, anxious, dependent, stubborn,
1: lunatic, backward-looking, lazy, burdensome... backward looking that's what it says does that mean that you are like like constantly second guessing things you've just recently done or you literally look like a redneck or you are you are you are backwards appearing as though you have not reached the same <laughs> yeah. spot as the rest of be us anything any of those sound right no all right but it's, I mean like that's the thing you listed like 100 things I I'd say you're hitting about 55 to 60 percent maybe 70 on a good run okay my mercury is in aquarius that
0: says original and clever you thrive mentally on the abstract and dialectical mercury trine saturn you're a heavy duty thinker and serious student always ready to work through an idea i like that that's 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 a hit venus square jupiter you value fairness in all things and go out of your way to be just i'll take it i i like that one venus square pluto when you love you love with energy and passion
1: well, I mean, I'm not the person that can answer that question. Should we get her in here? <laughs> no. <laughs> we, have fun. we have fun. Okay. All right. Uh, Mars in Libra.
0: You have an inner urge to be all things to all people and would rather bend than argue or make an issue. You are a natural diplomat, always courteous and concerned with the comfort
1: and welfare of others. No, you are so not courteous. <laughs> and all those times that you're like, hey, Dave, could you walk over that broken glass to come over here? You see where all that's. I biting? do that
0: because I know you like any Linux.
1: Oh! No oh! exact nice! Eh? Noise. Nice. I didn't like that part because it makes you sound like a like a doormat, which you're not. Um, well, I've I've heard you tell people, including myself, just to f off. You can f yourself.
0: Who have I told to f off besides you? Shit!
1: <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Now, f*** off. <laughs> I think I've heard you tell the dog to fuck off once. No. <laughs> no. No. That is not true at all. <laughs>
0: all right. Saturn in Libra. I've got a lot of stuff in Libra, you fuck. Nice. Uh, <laughs> oh, you got a lot of stuff in me. You have difficulty with relationships and are very idealistic when it comes to friends. You are inflexible, seldom compromise, and find it hard to give in where other people are involved.
1: Okay, you—that is the polar opposite of what it just said you were. <laughs> so f- that, first of all, and just because f- it it's inaccurate anyway. Mm, interesting. We couldn't. We like, here's the thing: we couldn't do the podcast if you were either of those people. It's very true. We could do it if if I wanted
0: to be like the Mussolini cast or something.
1: Right. I got to tell you, I'm skipping so many
0: pages. Yeah. These these charts are deep. Well, see, that's the thing. And by the end of it, they've said everything. They've said everything, including paradoxes, <laughs> right? What was what we we like the eighth house, right? We like the the house of death. Yeah, what's I'm gonna air- see what that is. <laughs> house. Oh, we didn't. I didn't even mention this earlier. I, I'm gonna get back to this. There are different types of houses. You could have whole sign house. You can have Placidius. These are these are what you how you you break them down in order to figure that out.
1: No, we are not getting into that. That's too. No, gran- that's all. That's all I'm going to say. Too granular, granular about it. too much. That's all I'm going to say about it. Because it's either
0: you you have just like the the constellations, an equal thirty degrees of each, or you start like they dip into each other. And I think this one dips into each other because I've got Aquarius on the eighth house cusp, which says the focus is on the goal, and the goal is always one that is for the many and not for the few. The podcast. The sign tends towards coolness, independence. Then I've got Mercury in the 8th house. You may show abilities in finance, banking, or insurance. As you have a t- talent for managing other people's money or resources, equally you can be inclined to worry about material loss. Nothing about this is metal!
1: Is 8th house the accounting house? That's what it sounds like! What the oh, hell? Yeah, Did should. they get the f***ing memo? Don't forget to get the new business tax write-off on W4s. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, Tax season. (laughs) The eighth house. Uh,
0: so ninth house was the journey, journey and foreigner, right? Yeah. So I've got Pisces on the cusp. Nailed it. Finally. Uh, Energy, energy runs deep towards the mystical, being understanding, patient, and compassionate. Oh, that's it. That's that's all. The rest of these. Uh, Let's let's hear from you. Or is there anything else you want to ask? Or oh yeah
1: yeah, I want to know what other people have similar. Star Charts, too.
0: Oh, that's right. So we've got uh, similar uh, examples of charts having s- the same aspects. I have Emma Watson, Robin Williams, Leonardo da Vinci.
1: All people with he- hairy
0: arms. Hair, hair <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Jessica Simpson. Uh-huh. Tobey Maguire. Yes. Uma Thurman. Yep. Uh, Megan Fox.
1: Super hairy arms on her.
0: Jennifer Lopez. Marion Cotillard.
1: And Miley Cyrus. The hairiest armed people on Earth. That's I don't know how you got it, but everyone's got hairy arms. Got some lookers in there. Yeah, it's true. All right, that's that's
0: enough of my chart. So yeah, uh, sun Capricorn, moon Scorpio, rising Cancer. The the thing is, Cancer and Capricorn are the, the opposites. They're they're in opposition. Yeah, like a Cancer is not supposed to be attracted to a Capricorn, vice versa.
1: That this used that. To, that used to be the case uh, until Paula Abdul came along and taught us that. Oh, uh, opposites do attract. I see. The tumultuous uh, relationship and ultimate deep love between her and MC Scat Cat are an example to all of us. Two steps forward, yeah, then you then, take. But, but, but the here's thin. the thing: you got to understand, MC Scat Cat, he's got a piece in this puzzle. He wants to take two steps back. It, it ain't it ain't fiction. It's just a. Matter of fact,
0: but you can see how how internally struggling I am. I've got me an Earth sign. I've got a Water sign. You're a lay down Sally
1: who's got to have everything her way. That's and I'm a- on the cusp of an Air sign. Yeah, you're, you're. Not to mention, tax season is right around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right it down off. <laughs> All right, let's let's hear yours then. Okay, That's okay, my bitch. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's start with the. Uh, Uh, You are natural. So for, I'm a Libra. Libra. You are naturally sociable and you need harmony and alternatives in your life. You loathe violence (laughs) Uh and you appreciate flexible and balanced behaviors. Who mentioned hesitation? Nobody. (laughs) Nobody mentioned it. Settle Uh, down, birth chart. (laughs) Yeah, no sh**. Just shh. It's cool. uh, I'm going to read the whole paragraph. You'll get
0: your chance. Can somebody get
1: birth chart of Miller Lite? Come on. You want to? (laughs) <laughs> Come on, birth chart. Uh, actually, you prefer to ask yourself questions rather than to answer them. Uh, you always put off your <laughs> decisions in order to keep all your choices open. But appearances may be misleading. Libra is often more determined than she may seem. Oh, fuck, I'm a girl, <laughs> girl, dude. Oh sh! Revelations. I can finally, start stop feeling bad about my tiny genitals. I guess. <laughs> um, Certainly, the sign's sociability is legendary. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, Libra's flexibility is unparalleled. She is even-tempered, capable of bringing harmony to a team and dispelling tensions. She is very sensitive to regarding her balance. Do not try to knock her down. <laughs> Do not mistake black and white, yes and no, okay. for what. <laughs> uh, if Libra is so, if Libra is so anxious to listen to all your opposing parties and to examine all the different people possible options oh I see it is often with a view to better decide without this ability there may be a danger that you indulge in dubious adherences (laughs) wait actually that's a that's a line of uh, paperback romance novels that I like to read (laughs) dubious adherences (laughs) Um, might do indulge in them (laughs) or even in dishonest compromises now I'm not there yet that's the next series I gotta finish (laughs) I, you got to finish dubious adherences because it lays all the groundwork for the entire <laughs> dishonest compromises series. <laughs> we are really getting some Harley yeah. Quinn out of out of these. <laughs> these are so great. Oh man! <laughs> Again, um, uh, I would really love if if somebody was bored and artistic to maybe make a, a couple of of novel covers. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Um. My forte is probably that I allow antinomical alternatives to be expressed as long as it is necessary. It's true because uh, sometimes someone's like, "Yeah, I got some antinomical." I was like, "Not now." Are you sure it's not anatomical? <laughs> I know it is an- antinomical. Uh, it's a word I don't even know. So moving on. Uh, this okay. is all your son right? Yeah. Uh, no, this is just for my sign. Right. Let's, yeah. Your sun sign, Libra. Sun sign, sure. Yeah, how about my ascendant?
0: Ready for that? Oh, do do this other one because it's got a little bit about the sun too. See what, oh, yeah. see if it oh, okay. matches Okay, my sun and
1: Libra. will go this. I mean, this is already going too long. All right, uh, you're able to find yourself best in others and re- <laughs> to run, <ride on. laughs> Say hello to your mother for me. It's <laughs> a fun episode. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Um, you're able to find yourself best in others and in relationships rather than going it alone this is the sign of equilibrium the delicately weighed strategic response uh, libra and energy expresses harmony and fair play you appreciate the value of compromise and would make an excellent mediator not true i am an instigator <laughs> you get most of the cat you get a paw I have made my decision. <laughs> Social exchange, relating, sharing, and interacting with others is important. All right, I'll give you that one. As is any other kind of partnership activity. Dialogue, duets, and even duels. Yeah, I know you engage in a lot, dude. One out of three is something a, th- a person has done in the last 100 years.
0: <laughs> Some people have sung duets. No, they haven't. You're, I think your your tank is running at about 30% right now.
1: Yeah, it's bad. Uh, okay. We consciousness is the glue that holds it all in place, or this is the sign of what belongs together. You that- don't even have a we, dude. You don't even have one. <laughs> I'm a PlayStation dude, bro. <laughs> all right. Uh, I'm going to read the next one because it says sex in it. It's my son's sex tile, Neptune. Oh. A natural ability to grasp visionary matters. Much of the self-image is wrapped up in the ability to work with imagery, dreams, and the imagination.
0: I do love how you come in here and paint with all the colors <laughs> of the wind. I've never told you that, but I do love that.
1: Uh, let's see. Drawn to music, poetry, and the so-called metaphysical. Oh, you love it. I'm very drawn to those things. Well, one out of three. You're at 30%. All right, let's move on to the moon. Okay. Moon thoughts. Uh, my moon is in Virgo. Ah, Virgo moon. You are concerned and caring when it comes to the welfare of others. Not dynamic or too emotional, you are attentive, observant, rational, and above all, ruthlessly efficient. I put the ruthlessly in part myself. But look out for becoming hypercritical and nitpicking. You are able to make the connections necessary for things to happen in your environment by applying your skills and know-how. A true do-it-yourself you are the happiest when you feel you, when you can feel useful, helpful, or are busy facilitating or perfecting some project. I like that one. Well, I feel that one's pretty, pretty, pretty better than the other ones. It's it's given a lot of the positive
0: aspects of of the si- the moon and the sign, I which li- yeah, I like I don't
1: this whole last part about the feeling useful and doing projects. Mm-hmm. I'm into those things.
0: Oh. I think the negative aspects of of Virgo would be very worrisome. Uh, do you ever find that coming out?
1: Uh, you know what? I used to be a worrier, and I'm not anymore. I spend a lot of energy worrying about things, and then I realize it's just borrowed trouble. You're just... Yeah? My moon conjunctive Venus. Okay. Told you, I keep getting conjunctive Venus.
0: (laughs) I got conjunctive Venus first.
1: So much... You got it for me. (laughs) Yeah. So much... I would much rather have conjunctive Venus rather than conjunctive anus. (laughs) No, nothing? (laughs) Well, it was a stretch. It was a stretch. Discriminating, sensual, and kind. There's, yeah, there's great concern with beauty and comfort, especially in and around the home. <laughs> you should see my collection of sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beautiful comfort. Oh yeah, elegance, opulence, the terry cloth sometimes. <laughs> An Optimistic and charming nature. This is a very favorable feminine combination. God, I'm a girl. You're a girl. Lives for loving relationships and pleasant memories. Excels in the aesthetic talents. Buckle in. Voluptuousness and eroticism are implied, but not promised. (laughs) What? Yeah. says implied. Implied. Yeah. I mean, how do you imply voluptuousness? I mean Stuff, if, stuffing. I got a swing. I got a swing in my back porch. I don't know. Let's see. <laughs> sounds dirty. Yeah, it really but does. It, it's it's a true fact. <laughs>
0: That's weird.
1: Yeah. So it just keeps trucking. So you you like
0: to pretend you're a sex machine?
1: I guess. Yeah. I mean, you're right. This thing goes on forever. Well,
0: let's do your ascendant. What's your ascendant in? Well, how, where is that? It's on the other page. Oh, okay. And then you got to check out your eighth house. Oh, yeah,
1: but yeah. But do the ascendant first. Okay, okay. Oh, damn it! You're, and then put that, yeah, that, put that over there. And <laughs> and then the, the, Apparently, I am just doing it because I've I just... Oh, okay, no, Okay. Oh, well, oh. All right. Uh, my ascendant is Sagittarius. Oh, 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 oh. Any guesses as to what this is going to say? I should have been asking this the whole time because you know this stuff. Oh, yeah. People perceive
0: you as adventuresome, jovial, very fun, very happy to be around, uh, great
1: really? that, parties. Is that, is that what Sagittarius means? It's it's an, it's an the sign of adventure. It's the sign it? of the... Okay, let's find out. Let's find out. Your psychological nature is extroverted and independent, oriented towards expansion and sociability. You have the soul of a leader, energetic and active. Your charisma and your drive are fully integrated in the collective life. What does that mean? To the collective life? What are you, a Borg? I know, right? A woman Borg? I'm a lady Borg. I think it, when the, the female is Borg. <laughs> That's the feminine. Uh, Indeed. uh, Yeah. Indeed. As an action-oriented fire sign, you challenge yourself and succeed in accomplishing the task straight away. Sagittarius is hard to follow because his spirit and his independent mind constantly lead him to go further and higher. (laughs) With this ascendant, you come across as charismatic, fiery, energetic, likable, benevolent, tidy, false, jovial, optimistic, extroverted, amusing, straightforward, demonstrative, charming, independent, adventurous, bold, exuberant, and freedom-loving. Yeah. I've been telling you this for months. Sign of a true American. American. But, you may also be irascible, selfish, authoritarian, inconsistent, unfaithful, brutal, brutal, unreliable, reckless, tactless, or just downright disagreeable. 73%. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I feel like that was all
0: right. Wow, the math on these things. They, they come with a little chart that shows you
1: all the <sighs> little lines and stuff. It, looks, go. it looks like a, a spirograph. It does. Okay, my eighth house. eighth house. Eighth house. You're better at it. Cancer on the eighth house cusp. Cancer is the mother of the zodiac, always making a home, protecting and providing a foundation for others. A sensitive sign where feelings and real experience count more than cold logic. You're a girl. (laughs) It doesn't get any more physical and (laughs) emotional. I say that again. (laughs) It doesn't get any more physical and emotional than this. This is eighth house (laughs) X. Cancer energy is always nurturing, sensitive, tender and moody. It's not nurturing. Uh it feeds on emotional comforts and often has a strong attachment to the past and ancestry. Huh. Uh, I yeah. don't know. I'm this... not I'm not giving I'm giving this like a 10%. This does not sound like they know what the 8th house is. Right. What is What is metal about that? Right. Wait a minute. What if we were wrong the whole time and it's not the eighth house? It was the eighth house. No, it's it's the eighth house. It's okay. the house of death, the house of reincarnation. Okay.
0: It also it also apparently does sexual relationships nice and joint funds and finances. The joint, like your junk joint? Sure. Uh, occult, psychic, and taboo matters, though.
1: Oh, okay, shit, I'm not allowed to do.
0: Self-transformation. Are we just hitting on the least metal part of well, this house?
1: we got one last shot at this. All right. Saturn in the 8th house. Now this That's should... not going to work out well. <laughs> no, it should, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I, I grew up on Saturn Drive.
0: Okay, so your house on Saturn Drive was metal.
1: Yeah, and the last digit of my street address is 8. So, oh,
0: so dude. Right? Yeah. Right? Explain that, atheists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see what we got
1: here. Oh, f- it starts out as bad as it could. The financial affairs of your personal or professional partners are likely to be an ongoing source of concern or worry for you. It is possible that a partner may experience problems or struggles with money, or they cause you personal financial difficulties. Tax matters or inheritances could be a burden and if mishandled could possibly result in legal action. But this is an excellent attitude for business and quality control. You want nothing but the best. I'm quitting my job and working on an assembly line. Jesus. Nothing about this is even close to correct. (laughs) April 15th. My girlfriend's a doctor. She gets to worry about my fiscal issues. She builds the eighth house. (laughs) Right.
0: All right. Tell me this. What's your 12th house? Because that's the house of self-undoing. The prison house.
1: Oh, yeah. Get yours ready, too. How did we f*** that up? All right. So I've only got one thing. I do, too. Yeah. So Scorpio on the 12th house cusp. That should be a good one. Scorpio is intense, passionate, and very personal. It rushes past the superficialities and right to the heart of any matter. A loyal friend, but a fanatic foe, this sign does well in politics and all areas where someone who dares is rewarded. Associated with sexual energy, the Scorpio loves to get involved, going down deeper, coming up dirtier, and laying bare anything that lies hidden there. Oh my. Holy sh! That got raw! I couldn't even make a joke about that. I'm going to read that again. <laughs> Associated with sexual energy, Scorpio loves to get involved, going down deeper, coming up dirtier, and laying bare anything that lies hidden there. What does that mean? In prison? That's the house of my undoing. Yeah. I don't want to go down deeper or come up dirtier. It'll screw you over, man. Oh, Well, mine's worse good I've got Gemini because I'm like I'm like a I'm like a sexual ditch witch (laughs) you're Uh, a sexual roto-rooter yeah I'm an erotic trench shovel
0: (laughs) (laughs) pornographic garden weasel
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh how'd you know my porn name (laughs)
0: Uh, I've got Gemini on the 12th house cusp Uh, it says concerned with connections communications and logic Voice, thoughts, writing, rational mental processes in general. It's also concerned with making comparisons. Gemini is the communicator, the gossip of the Zodiac, the collector of trivia. Gemini energy is unattached, independent, very inquisitive, and changeable. It's almost as if these people were making this up.
1: It's... Wait a minute, but it didn't have anything about your r- particularly raw or invasive sexual no. proclivities.
0: My undoing, I guess, will be my <laughs> communication skills
1: is the thing. Why was mine so f***ing graphic? Oh, that's great. Okay, last part uh, of this is, uh, I got to say, uh, examples of people who have the same aspects. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. It's the best part. Okay, I got uh Katy Perry. I'm listening. Shakira. I'm listening harder. (laughs) Taylor Swift. Yeah, okay. Oh, Ashwarya Rai. Who's that? She is a, I think, like one of the most beautiful women ever born on the planet. I think I had her in mind, too. I just didn't know how to say the name. She's a a Bollywood actress. I see. Okay. But I also did get, uh, I got Emma Watson here. I got Robin Williams here. So I got a little arm hair going. Uh, I don't remember. I don't think Aishwari or I has hairy arms. I know that Taylor Swift doesn't. Shakira. Shakira I was, does not. Uh, I, I couldn't even tell you because I was too busy determining if those hips lied. Consensus? They don't lie. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Those things took. They <laughs> took an <no>. oath. <laughs> they took an oath. So there you go. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, apparently, I'm a teenage pop star. That's what the stars tell me. The stars are saying that you are a girl. Yes, you were they, born they a are, pop star. I am a giant lady, no question. Everything about my horoscope has one answer: buy dresses, <laughs> man, and shoes, pretty, pretty shoes.
0: This is this is fun. You know what though? Tell me, tell me how um, how pretty I look. Tell me how you how you think this goes. This is for you, by the way oh shit. I'm just gonna describe real quick let me let me know let me know how this sounds for you okay. people like to be around you because you're interesting and amusing hit they admire you for your talent with words and sense of humor
1: false okay <laughs> okay
0: although you're considered more of a cerebral type friends trust your judgment about emotional matters only to their own peril they also know you'll jump in to help when asked oh only those closest to you know you can be moody and discouraged. Mm. When crossed, you can be sarcastic, which makes some people think you're arrogant. Yeah. So that's just a brief thing. How how much of that is a hit?
1: I, I would I'd say that everything there is an accurate thing to say about me. Interesting. Yep. Because that would be correct if you were a Gemini. Right? I love it. I love it. Oh, and by the way, thank you for the... Gotcha journalism, you sack of shit.
0: Uh, just one more thing. Just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: let's start talking about what
0: could be, and let's talk about what is, uh, yeah. including science. And let's explain some of this stuff. Let's discuss some of this stuff. This is this is the part that I think is very interesting because I never thought of things in these terms when I was going through
1: the the courses of. Uh-huh of study or matriculating <laughs> online, online, withered, withered, wizard, withered school,
0: withered wizard school. <laughs> there are a number of things that, that we have to talk about here. As, as we spoke about earlier with better empirical testing methods, astrology does not stand up to scrutiny scientifically. No. And
1: it doesn't, I mean, in a lot of senses, it doesn't attempt to, I mean, like the, the long and short of it is there is no link between science and astrology. At no point is astrology saying, Oh, there is uh, a fundamental interaction taking place here. While there is a lot of oblique references to gravity, you know, tidal sure. forces, things like that, alignments of planets, things that, that that would potentially be gravimetric, I would assume. I, I don't see anything. Anyone, no one's saying this is about gravity. True. Uh, so there, there is a, a fundamental break. And what I've found is uh, like the exact example that I saw, they're saying, well, there is a mechanism that we just aren't aware of. For example, uh, sailors used compasses for hundreds, if not thousands of years before we understood how a magnetic field works. And so they're, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, there's an interaction, no one's aware of it, but mm. it is guiding everything. Right, right. Uh, you know, so, so what's most important right off the bat, one, there is a, a very clear break between science and astrology and no bridges going over that. Yeah, and, and charting the heavens, that's great and all.
0: It looks scientific, but ultimately there's no evidence that, that celestial bodies have an influence on anything we do here on Earth.
1: Right. Um, there's a physicist named Sean Carlson who did ex- like very thorough tests on this, uh, double-blind studies, uh, in conjunction with the... Um, he actually asked 28 astrologers to match 100 natal charts to psychological profiles generated by the California Psychological Inventory Test. Um, which is I mean, in this experiment was one of the uh, the uh, you know self-described it was a big deal. It was one of the most involved tests of uh, astrology and uh, the actually the results were published in nature. I mean, this was like, yeah, oh, wow. you know, this was like a genuine scientific peer-reviewed test and the long and short of it is the uh, the predictions based on natal astrology were no better than chance mm. and that the testing quote clearly refutes the astrological hypothesis.
0: Wow, there was uh, one famous experiment done by French psychologist Michel Gauquelin over uh, a period of about forty years. It wasn't one test it wasn't one he 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 conducted a series uh of tests in fact, over a hundred thousand tests about signs, about aspects about astrologers, and on and on and for the most part, he came up with negative results for all of them and The only thing that seemed to have a positive correlation was of planetary position relative to the horizon he found that cer- certain people born under a certain rising sign I think were were what was that the Mars effect the Mars effect yeah, yeah. they were they were uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, the predilection was for them to to become physicians
1: yeah they yeah they um, they were just actually more successful in professions uh, mm, okay. uh, for example like actually what what I saw listed were like doctors scientists okay yeah uh,
0: and it, even this was small and on the whole inconsequential but it didn't stop astrologers from jumping on it saying that it that proved astrology you know right. that was the one thing uh, even though all the other stuff was negative was was a miss or or no better than chance there was one i i, I like this one there was one that he administered to 150 people telling them that a 10-page computer interpretation was supposedly of their own chart which ninety percent found the accuracy to be confirmed by family and friends, and ninety-four percent found it accurate about themselves. But it turned out to be the same chart for all of them, and the chart of a notorious mass murderer. Oh, see now, I would never fall for something that dumb. I yeah. would. I never. know. I know. You made a fool of me, Flora.
1: But it seemed right, and that's that's how it works. <laughs> they all seem right. That's the problem, because uh, it turns out that you 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 as a person and your personality. And your life is larger than you think it is. It covers more ground, and so I can list out anything I want, and it's going to hit somewhere in your life. Especially if it's a positive thing. Yeah,
0: it makes you feel that. You yeah, know, you're like, oh yeah, good.
1: I I am that guy. I I am I am male. Oh, tell me more, <laughs> but I don't get that because now I know the truth.
0: Some people equate that to vagueness with um, astrology and astrological readings. There are a few that say astrologers cold read clients. They just pick up on the subtle reactions that a client yeah. would would give them and the tells know, and the yeah, yep. they learn how to pick up
1: on those. I I think that that probably is a small smaller number than what uh, well, people might think. Here's the thing. I think it is a small number of astrologers, but I think that it is almost exactly the number of astrologers that are making a large amount of money at it. Could be. I think that when you as you go higher up the income brackets for astrologers you find people that are better at that you're probably right until you get to the top and you get your 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 joan quigleys oh my yeah who uh she was the astrologer to nancy reagan will yeah and and you know who will ever know how how much that affected decisions i mean i know that there were things rescheduled as a result yeah but yeah i don't you know and no one will ever know right Others
0: say that um, descriptions are so vague and relatable that anybody can fit the bill yeah. for, for these. And that's what's known as the, Bar- the Barnum effect. I think we went over this uh, at some point.
1: I mean, some of them aren't vague because when it takes three different sentences to, to, to discuss how bizarre and far-reaching your sexual proclivities are, I feel like it's really making a point. It's really highlighting that that's I That's true. And who's going to say no
0: to sexual proclivities? Go like deeper and come, come up dirtier. dirtier. A lot of hindsight bias goes into it as well, which is, um, oh yeah, I knew, I knew I was like that. That's, right? Oh, yep, that's, that's how classic I was all me. All along, yeah, uh, and as does several other logical fallacies. But since the claims of astrology are not easily measured, science has has turned away from it for the most part, and that's because how are you able to explain that Neptune might cause you to feel something more intensely, or that Mars makes you more prone to tantrums? right like how how are you
1: supposed to well, to measure I'll, that i'll i'll tell you how i i really genuinely think that you do measure that you use it with large population statistics this is the same thing we came down to with all of our other predictive uh, episodes if these things give you even a 3% chance over the house odds that group of people will elevate having an accurate means of 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 not even prediction but information the following things you should be cautious of these, you know, like any horse oh, spoke short avoid this and this and this embrace this and this seek this a person following that every day. Should it work out will elevate themselves a population of people will. But when you look around the people who are really into this stuff, they're not doing so good. Yeah, they should be doing better, you know, and I'm not saying they're homeless lunatics at all. These are just everybody everywhere, but everyone who does this, should be doing better. People who who know how to accurately do a chart, and it's 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 black and white. There's instructions. You know, there's there's no wiggle room for it. You know, if you if you're able to do this, that should instantly propel you. But do the question is, do we see that? Right. Uh, ask yourself this: um, every single psychic office that I've ever seen, and and maybe I'm just seeing a particular kind of them. Um, they're below street level often they've got like one or two neon signs in the window. They, these are not giant money-making ventures. Well, and yeah. a person who's got their, their finger on the, and, you know, and I, maybe it's glib of me to say, well, if, if you know what's going to, if you can read the future or help it guide you, maybe you should get a better office. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm just saying, I don't, I, I would, you would see over time. Cause this, again, this has been around for thousands of years. Mm-hmm. We should be, under the thumb of the astrologers by now, we should all be working in the healing crystal mines irony a lot of people die in the healing crystal mines
0: <laughs> and and with that the back to the statement the stars incline they don't compel it's a nice way of dodging right a failure or a miss if something doesn't prove true with a horoscope something must have changed the outcome right that's the that's the yeah. uh, excuse for it it's defined negatively as the result, not of any means
1: we know of. And they've included so many shifting variables. I- again, these thi- they, they, they are including the planets themselves, Id- objects that are constantly in motion. And so you get into sort of a Heisenberg uncertainty principle, mm-hmm. um, you know, like, well, yeah, I did, I did my chart and that was accurate. And like, yeah, but everything's moved since you did that chart yesterday. Mm, yeah. Everything's different now. So there, there is no, there is no charting forward from that, you know. It's everything that that's not correct. Oh well, I didn't. I didn't include the the force because of the seventh house. I had a I had a cusping Virgo. Or you you have changed
0: your your fate, you know, right. because it's not fixed. You you made the decisions. My question is, what about Uranus?
1: <laughs> what, what what questions you got about it there, Flora? Uh,
0: Neptune and Pluto, uh-huh. and, and other celestial bodies. You think about it, they weren't discovered until the modern era, yet they have associations just like the rest now. Yeah. What about the bodies that are yet undiscovered? What that's that's comets? What,
1: what about asteroids? That's when the sidereals are like, yeah, you fucking idiots. <laughs> Some are taken into consideration, but- They're it, not going to downgrade any of my constellations.
0: It just, it feels weak, right? Like it's an ancient system, but it just
1: keeps getting new chunks glued on. Right. It's like Mormonism. Like, yeah, every now and then, you know, like they had to, in the late seventies, they had to be like, okay, we have, we're going to let black people into the church now, even though it was well, they're like, you know, you got to change things sometimes. I'm not saying they made a mistake there. Good move Mormons. Right. Right. But right. yeah, uh,
0: it has to be continually updated or here's the thing. Correlations confirmed after the fact, which is just bunk. Right. There's an argument over conception versus birth moment. Like why isn't why isn't your natal chart from the moment of conception? Why is it from?
1: I think I think without knowing the, the answer, I think I can tell you the answer because you can within five seconds say when someone was born, right? But when were they conceived? Right. Tough to call. Not to mention, you know, you get into a weird you you you're you're somehow inexplicably drawing in uh, an abortion debate, true aspect for and, reasons and I don't understand. Probably religion gets in
0: there and stuff, right, but. Here's one you might have heard of, Ophiuchus or Ophiochus. This is the, a constellation at the celestial equator listed by Ptolemy in the 2nd century CE, but since about 1970, it has been suggested as being added to the zodiac since signs no longer correspond to their actual constellations due to precession. There, there, Something blew up about this a few years ago. It was like, actually, you, you may not be a Sagittarius. You might be Ophiuchus. Right. Actually, there are 13 signs in the Zodiac, you stupid sons of bitches. Right. I've been, you know? I've been telling you this for millennia. Right. Uh, well, here's the thing. Adding uh, Ophiuchus or Ophiuchus isn't popular among most astrologers since he only rules about three weeks in early December. They knew about him
1: during ancient times too.
0: Yeah. And they still divided it by 12 and, and left him out and everything like
1: because it f***s all the math up, all your trinities and your neos, y- your your your, your quadriceps, your, your triplipsones. So that's
0: uh, that that's something you might hear come up. Oh, the thirteenth sign. One thing I want to bring up: constellations and the mythology behind them, which lead to the designations of characteristics. That right. We come up with completely arbitrary. Yeah. At least in my opinion,
1: I don't know. Yeah, like how on earth do you say? Oh, well, that one right there. That's uh. For impatience yeah. and uh, inclination towards tinnitus. Watch your ears. Wear some earplugs. So,
0: someone literally made this up, and astrology fell in line after. The, Mes- the Mesopotamian system at least tried to tie actual events with what they observed. Uh-huh. But do you really think a planet, because it has the name of an old god, influences your character based on the character of that god? Right. Mars was the bringer of
1: war in yeah. you know, Roman mythology. But since the 50s, we've known that what Mars needs is women. The movie? It, Mars uh, needs women. <laughs>
0: All right. Let me, let me conclude with this. Uh-huh. Astrology is satisfying. Mm. For many, it supplies what they need. Therefore, they believe it works. Yeah. It right? gives a framework for the things that are happening around them. This means it doesn't have to be true. It doesn't have to be true for it to work for these for people yep. who uh, accept it. If it were true, there would be a whole world of shit that science would find itself in. Yep. Some people may seek astrologers for guidance, and it turns into a form of therapy. I think we've talked about this before yeah. in a way. It, it might be argued that a person could do themselves harm by reading how they are supposed to be due to their chart or their sign- and then they start fitting themselves into yeah, that mold laboring and that's not to, who
1: they are. yeah, laboring to make the the chart retroactively correct, yeah. yeah, right. Any insight
0: gained would be only of personal value. It's not something that applies globally, but to an individual person, they might pick up something from this. Yeah. I feel like astrology is a way for people to feel like they have more control than they may think.
1: yeah, I, I think that's exactly, and that's what all of these things are for. They yeah. are to give give you the the illusion or the comfort of control when otherwise you don't feel in control. Yeah. Otherwise you're at sea alone. Yeah. And and, and that's, you know, that's, and that's, that's where a lot of belief systems, that's what their whole purpose is. It's true. So, you know, good on you. It's true. Get Um, get out your bingo cards. Boogie on reggae woman. You just do, you do, you have a ton of fun with it, but don't, don't give other people a lot of money about it. Keep your money. You're going to need that for things. Keep your money. You can do your chart online. Yeah, you we did it. A we got a reams of paper. It was a <laughs> shit ton of information. It was So
0: anyways, for our very brief but long <laughs> uh, overview and and summary of astrology, that's it in a in a constellation starry sextile trined non-metal eighth house nutshell. Yeah, no shit. Man, that was third. I wish we should we should come up with our own damn houses. Yeah, we should. And and we and if it says damn
1: metal, we keep it damn metal. Yeah, my house has blackjack and hookers.
0: Exactly. We'll do our
1: own astrology. Hell yeah, blackjack and hookers. <laughs> well, you know, one thing that we do need to 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 get ready our our charts for to make sure that that everything is in the right position. Uh huh. <laughs> oh yes, I did. Oh yes, I did. Uh blah 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 astrology puns. <laughs> How about that? Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess that's what I get. Hey, no, I've got a bunch. That wasn't a punitive one. That's just I couldn't I didn't yeah. What do you
0: what do you think? What do you have? Do you have do you have a bunch? Do you have
1: just a couple? What do you what do you have? Listen, I feel this one has so much to pull I, from. I know, but we are this is a long fing episode, man. Oh. And this is where we have to edit. You got to pick your two favorites. I don't know. Okay. All right. Um, go, Flora. Go, Flora. Go, Flora. Go.
0: I don't know if you know this or not, but there's a hidden song on a Pink Floyd album. Oh, shit. Where they sing about humans and centaurs. No way. Yeah. It's called
1: Sagittarius and Them. Ha, ha, ha. Nice. You know, there's a, a movement, and it you know has to do with, especially uh, in India, uh, but some people in the United States ascribe to this as well. Uh, it's it's an aesthetics movement about self-esteem, about believing in yourself and, and determining your own self-worth mm-hmm. and saying, I don't have to conform to society's standards physically or astrologically. Um, you know, I can be a plus-sized woman and believe in whichever uh, Zodiac I feel like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a great campaign. I'm sure you've seen it on the buses and stuff and trains and stuff. It's a uh, sidereal women have curves. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, I like that campaign. Yeah, this is a form of seedy entertainment, huh, that focuses on determined, disciplined makeouts mm-hmm. and practical intercourse.
1: <laughs> I'm in. It's caper porn. <laughs> oh man, I like that. You know, I was uh, I was walking around in Chicago's um, music district uh, the other day, and oh, yeah. I, yeah, I came across a uh, what I'm. At this point, I don't know. I've got some feelers that I'm hoping there'll be a sponsor for the podcast. It's too soon to tell, uh-huh. but yeah, I found a place that uh, uh, specializes in oh, really hard music, uh, metal. I mean, even death metal, I guess, would be a pretty good, uh, pretty good phrase for it. It's mm-hmm. called Eighth House Records. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I hope to get a call from them because I'd well, love to do an ad. Well, they're currently they're currently closed. Apparently, there was some tax issue, <laughs> so until they get that sorted out. There it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, but you know, there is there is another place. It's just it's just like four doors up the street. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a gym, you know, where you can really just break yourself down, <laughs> uh, build yourself back up. It's called the uh, the House of Undoing, <laughs> self undoing. Yeah. It's at uh, twelve, <laughs> yeah, East Saturn Drive.
0: Uh, well, them's puns. Them's is puns. Uh, we have given you a smorgasbord of
1: stuff to draw from. So go draw, draw those boards. Don't draw, draw my, my paperback trashy romance novels. Oh, Those were, I would love to see that. That's my favorite part of this podcast so far.
0: So I've, I've drawn up a chart. There's a lot of squares and trines and intersecting lines in here. Unfortunately, everything is just so ancient. It's so ancient. I'll tell you what's rising right now. Listen to me! <laughs>
1: All right, let's kick this off with some particularly old emails. <laughs> so sorry, ancient, ancient, uh, vintage. They're fermented in the bottle. Fermented. I am in my I- email server. Yes, it's another fine email from the wine country. All right, uh, we got this from the Zamex. Zamex. Zamex writes, "I appreciate how you two handle religion, especially Christianity." It's hard to walk the line between good-natured teasing and mocking, especially with the way nearly all Christians on TV seem to be nutbags. I'm going to assume he means televangelists, and I agree. I think many, if not most, are like myself. Is the Bible true? Yes, And the way Dr. Seuss explains the universe would be. Literally accurate? No, because no complex scientific concept will hold up for thousands of years. So I imagine Mm, it's As we've just seen. Right. Yeah, exactly. Good timing. See, we saved this one for now. It was by plan. Synchronicity. Mm Mm-hmm. So I imagine it uh, like how I'd explain it to a child. The creation story, yep, that's how I'd explain things to a three-year-old. The order is accurate, and the concept is easy. It's a rough place to be in regarding modern scientific explanations on why we're here. The only disagreement between me and my atheist friends is whether or not there's an organized principle behind the universe at all, large at all or not. Point is, there's no place to go with a belief like that, especially in terms of comedy. Thanks for not being assholes, and keep the laughs and learning coming. Well, I, I was positive we were assholes. I think we are. (laughs) So thanks, the Zamax. That's, you know what? Character witness right there. Put that in the file for our upcoming litigation, which is inevitable. (laughs) Uh, He also, because he's a great human being, hits us with a couple of not-so-superpowers. Not-so-superpowers. How about uh, to know when anyone around you is thinking about stuffed pastries? Eclairvoyance. Oh, nice. The ability to make skeletons stand and convulse. Necrodancy, yeah, <laughs> I like that. If you can make someone hungry for steaks, you must be a carnivore lock. oh and the ability uh and the uh, huh. I feel like I must know a lot of carnivore locks that are constantly doing that to me because I was hungry for meat a lot of silence after that. I'm making like a lot of creepy I'm just contact saying, with Laura. I'm just saying I get it <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finally, the ability to know how to beat any level on a video game before you play it. It's precognition.
0: Oh. Nice. Oh. Thanks, the Xamux. Thank you, Xamux. Dave, we've heard from Venomous Goat.
1: Whoa. A a it's like a reverse. If it's venomous, then it is injecting as opposed to poisonous, which is passive. Mm. So it's like a reverse glossa. Son of a venomous goat. Says, hey, guys. Just started listening to your
0: podcast a few weeks ago, probably like a year by now. I'm a big fan. Hey, thanks. Says he's working his way through the archive. So far, every show's suggestion has either been done or forgotten in the Scotch-fueled fever dream he's currently in. So he's got a point of clarification. During our show on exorcism and position, uh, we mentioned Quakers, and there seemed to be some suggestion that we thought the term Quaker might be related to some sort of physical action, similar to, say, the Shakers, who we also mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the term Quaker began as a pejorative term used for the followers of George Fox, who was the founder of the Religious Society of France, due to Fox's statement that people ought to tremble at the word of the Lord. So, yeah, less an aspect of prayer and more display of contempt. Ooh. That just uh, kind of hung around. Hmm. Interesting to know. Thank you for that clarification. That It's always good to, yeah. to know that stuff. I, I think I was under the impression that it was a physical...
1: Yeah, well, and, and I mean, and it's not out. hard to to be like, well, the Shakers. Why not the Quakers? Yeah, that's seems, true. Seems fi- similar. Thank you, Venomous Go. Oh, be careful with your Gloster because uh, sometimes I bite my own tongue and I don't want to die from that. <laughs> don't inject yourself <laughs> and you don't seize them. All right, we got one from. Uh, how about from our, our friend Miguel? Well, hello, Miguel. Yeah, this is his first writing. Uh, I have just stumbled across your podcast, and I'm and I'm pretty happy that I did. Good, uh, we uh, are too. Yeah, uh, we <laughs> absolutely are. I originally just did a generic search for number stations, and that's how I discovered you guys. Oh. I started listening to a number of our, of our early episodes and really liked the episodes. I'm oh, curious good. if then you we, still guys we have the rails. web. Oh, here we go. I'm curious if you still have the web info for the EVP clip. Ah. Ooh. Uh I think because you guys didn't share the clip in your show is the reason I'm really interested in hearing it for myself.
0: Man, this thing has not withstood the test of time. It hasn't. It really hasn't. Uh, Miguel, I'll tell you what. Go to our archive page on the website blurryphotos.org mm-hmm. and uh go to season 2 was that I think it was season 2 one or two and um check out and, and look for the EVP link and right beside it I have put the link to the YouTube video where where this can be found now uh don't get your knickers twisted because uh I think we were in a some sort of frame of mind where yeah. Something had to be scary and all that shit.
1: Right. Keep in mind that we had been like sitting in a room listening to these things for, for like a week. Yeah. Getting ready for the episode. Yeah. So, and I think I think he did find it because he continues. I did a quick web search and came across two videos on YouTube. One of them I'm convinced is total BS. I think you may have found it's the one probably we're talking about. One. And the other, the audio wasn't clear enough to really hear uh, or decipher what was being said or if it kind of sounds like they said. Uh, if you have any recollection as to what I'm talking about, I would greatly appreciate it. You can send me the link. Keep up the good work, and I really look forward to hearing more episodes. Well, there are plenty more episodes. And there's more to more and to go. and now you know, just a, a scant 120 days later, here we are <laughs> reading your email. Um, yeah,
0: that's it's the Art Bell show that that I linked to that I finally yeah. found because the original link had been taken down, I think, from the site. But yeah, um, that's probably the one. Yeah, it's it's not as scary as I think we. We thought at the, at the time. time.
1: You so. know, that's what happens. We get whipped into little frenzies. I mean, I'm a hysterical We don't do this a
0: lot. We don't blow th- things out of proportion a lot. I, Ever. I feel like.
1: Ever. So. I'm And I'm a, now I just learned I'm a hysterical woman. Yeah. It's a tough night. Tough night. Tough night.
0: Thank you, Miguel. Dave, we've heard from Rice Swagger.
1: Oh, Rice Swagger. Look out, everybody. Here it comes. Coming into that
0: room. Mm hmm. Shunning chopsticks. Mm hmm. Too good for spoons. <laughs> He's got that, right? Swagger. He says, hi, David, David. Hello. Hi. First, let me say thank you for all you do. I really appreciate it. You're a welcome. Your exorcism show reminded me of a weird encounter I had a few months ago. Sexual? Read on, reggae woman. Ah, yeah. I don't know. I'm just—I I'm, literally have to read on. Uh, my roommate was in Germany, Germany, so I took to sleeping with my door open in an attempt to cool my room down. In the middle of the night, I woke up and looked over to the corner and saw a shape that was a good six feet tall standing there. It appeared to be staring at me, and walked away.
1: Blech. No, thank you.
0: I don't actually believe it was a shadow person, but it freaked me out, especially since I knew full well that no one was in the house. And I couldn't go back to sleep for a solid forty minutes. Yikes. Yeah, no, thank
1: you. Pass.
0: Uh, he also enjoyed our Zoroastrianism show.
1: Was that the Mithra? Maybe must have been because we were gonna do the Zoroastrianism and then we chickened out because we just couldn't make it fun. <laughs> yeah, we failed.
0: Well, he says he wished we wouldn't be so hard on ourselves. It's probably bi- he's probably biased because he studies comparative religion for fun. Oh, oh for fun, but not for Poor profit. Funsies. Also, if we decide to do a show on Freemasons, which we might, my roommate and myself are real-life Masons and would love to help guide some research.
1: What level? Tough guy. (laughs) 33 or walk.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're such an asshole. Oh, well, good. He ends it with, we also promise not to get offended or upset. Yeah. Way to make that promise before... I was
1: betting in the blind there, Flora. <laughs> Thank you, Rice Swagger. Yeah, Swagger.
0: I've never had a uh, sleep paralysis episode. Me neither. And I've never had a shadow person encounter. But it doesn't it seem to be one of the most
1: common things we get yeah, in here? Yeah, a lot of people get that. Uh, and I, I chalk that up to hypnagogia. I think it's more common than people give it credit for. And it's, it's true, but such a specifically terrifying thing that I can see why people don't talk about it much.
0: Yeah. Well, as the one reader pointed out, if they're there for more than five seconds, yeah. you got to wonder if there's something going on. And,
1: and what we've also learned from our readers is that if you do encounter one... Just fart. Fart it away. Fart it just, to me. You got to fart it out. Thank you all for writing. Yes. Thank you. You guys rule. Once again, we'll be
0: getting uh, a good chunk of these in a supplemental soon. and then And then we'll be
1: close to back on track, but uh, as close as we can get
0: keep writing though. We do read every one. Uh, Yeah. uh, Even so uh, like when they come in, we read them and and then put
1: them in the cave to age them. Um, We get like some blue veiny molds going in. That's where we really get the rich flavor out of them. (laughs) Tasty, salty.
0: In the meantime though, uh, you can always go to iTunes, give us five stars in a great review. We really appreciate that. Thank you for the new ones that have come in. Keep fighting that, uh, that little star meter. Man, yeah. it, it laughs at us every day. Five yeah. stars, four and a half, five stars, four and a half. Make it five and make it stick. Yeah, T- yeah. tell tell it who's boss. Keep Car- those four carpet stars. Bomb down. those
1: those reviews. Go to Twitter and follow us at Blurry underscore Photos. Tell your friends about us. Yeah, that's the best thing. Go out, buy a ton of books about astrology. I mean, I mean a lot. Put them all in a backpack. Get all your books. Put them in a backpack. I mean, that backpack's probably gonna end up weighing sixty, seventy pounds. Then. Lunge with that backpack. Just just lurch the whole backpack at the donate button. Hit it. Hit it with as much weight as you can get concentrated at the donate button. Just yeah. hit it with all those books. However much force that turns into into dollars. Then, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do it. Do how it. Many, that how way. many?
1: What's the dollars to foot pounds <laughs> ratio there? Or dollars to newtons? I think is probably a better. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you don't want to do that, another good way that's free is to go to audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. Yeah. Get yourself a free audio book. Try it out for 30 days. If you don't like it, you don't have to keep it,
1: but we still get a hello. You yeah. get a free book out of it. I want everyone to think about this conceptually. Imagine a store full of books and then imagine Flora and I sitting at a tiny card table in the middle of that store, trying to make eye contact, hoping someone says, hi, me wearing the prettiest dress. Flora. very cruel. Yeah. Cause I'm a girl. Flora uh, simultaneously telling everyone what to do and also trying to accommodate everyone. And in that bookstore, every single time you pick up a book and shoplift it, money just appears over us. It just floats down onto our card table, and we grab it quickly because we feel like you guys might be thieves. <laughs> that's the way it works. That's exactly Go how Go shoplift works. a book and let us have money. If you don't think it works like that, you're a fool.
0: You're a f***ing fool. Whoa. Because <laughs> it works that way. Because that's how it works. <laughs> so shut up. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, also, it's, it's,
0: (laughs) it's a great way you, you literally get, uh, at, at least like a good six to eight hours of entertainment Mm -hmm. for yourself, culture yourself. Some,
1: if you like entertainment and you like watching other people dance, maybe you should check out, uh, other podcasts by the Chicago podcast cooperative in specific. How about an hour with your ex who are breaking the Chicago podcast cooperative rule by being a Denver Chicago podcast, cooperative podcast, which I mean is so dizzying. That's how good they are. They can go wherever they want, and Chicago will never leave them alone. They can do it. Follow them to the ends of the earth. They can move to Calcutta, and we will still recognize them in Chicago. Mark Coulomb and Mel Evans, they're they're delightful, and they are constantly forcing each other, they alternate each week, to uh, watch a movie, read a book, watch a TV show that they love and the other one has never heard of, and then they work it all out. That's right. Try to swing
0: their their newest episode uh, to you guys when I can. Yeah. Uh, I, often I don't catch it because I just, I am not a, a tweetsman or, or right. a Facebookman that much. But I try to because you should go and listen to them. They're delightful.
1: And they great are people. great people. And uh, listen to a Bullstone. We've had them on the show before. That's right. Uh, don't forget to hit up the lovely ladies at Candy Chat, like them on Facebook, subscribe to their podcast. They're tearing it up. Denny is just busy as he can be trying to. To get all the computer stuff sorted out because the ladies refuse to learn it. But they're gonna have to. Yeah. Because that's the biz. They they I'm sure
0: they will someday, yeah. but um they're they're tearing up the charts in the top one hundred in the food category. Are last, we? Last time I checked. Oh. And speaking of which, that's awesome. Thanks to you marvelous bastards, we cracked the top ten in social sciences the other day.
1: Oh yeah. Blurry Photos. We made the top ten for a, a brief shining moment yeah one one day at least we were yeah. we were in there and that's directly from the
0: downloads that you you guys yep. pull and the the ratings that you give us and all that stuff so it's what we obsessively watch we up there we're up there uh boxing with skeptoid and mysterious universe yeah
1: we're like rock'em
0: sock'em robots and then we jump back to the to the back line stick, at, and and the move, stick
1: and move stick and move we sometimes we escape and then they throw us back in the hole
0: that's right but uh we we appreciate all that you do for us so keep doing it and, and keep spreading the good word and stuff. Yeah. So for this episode of Blurry Photos, I have been David Floroscope.
1: Nice! That's perfect. And I have been Dave the Moon Age Daydream Stecco. Rest in peace, David Bowie. You're a hero and a legend and you will be missed. Check ignition and may God's love be with you. <clears throat> Two, one, lift off. This, this is Ground Control to Major Bite.